This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hello, Oregon. It's Thursday, October 22nd. This is Elliot News with a news briefing from The Oregonian and Oregon Live. A Multnomah County grand jury has indicted a former Portland police officer on misdemeanor charges in an alleged hit-and-run incident. It involved a man who was seen running from a northwest Portland skateboard shop that had been vandalized during protests, according to police union representatives. The officer, Scott Groshong, retired in August after a 27-year career. No one from the Multnomah County District Attorney's Office would discuss the indictment Wednesday afternoon, But Daryl Turner, president of the Portland Police Association, issued a news release condemning the prosecution and suggesting politics played a role in the case. The indictment hasn't been filed in court, but according to the police union, the incident occurred in mid-June as Groshong was working undercover during protests. According to court records, he spotted a young man steal from the shop near Northwest 9th Avenue and Davis Street and drove toward the suspect in an attempt to take photos of him, according to the union. The man, who has not been named, was initially arrested and accused in the vandalism, but the criminal charges were dropped. He accused Groshong, however, of driving the unmarked police van into him and driving off. Groshong contends the allegation is false. The union alleged that an independent witness subsequently saw the man uninjured, and that a Marion County prosecutor withheld that information from a grand jury. An area resident's video, however, caught the unmarked black car racing up to the man fleeing and striking him at an intersection, knocking the pedestrian off his feet and onto the sidewalk. A Multnomah County commissioner wants local, county, and state officials to consider whether it's time to pursue an idea that's been raised in the past but received little traction, having the Multnomah County Sheriff's Office absorb the Portland Police Bureau. Commissioner Sharon Myron broached the idea before the county's local public safety coordinating council last week. In an interview, Myron said she has talked to city, county, and state officials about it and is continuing to research its pros and cons. The move would place Portland police under the direct oversight of an elected sheriff and in the same governmental body that includes the district attorney. Portland Mayor Ted Wheeler, who serves as the city's police commissioner, said in a statement he remains intrigued by the idea. A grim financial forecast issued shortly after the coronavirus shuttered schools called for a $12 million shortfall in the Portland Public Schools budget. In the end, that never came to pass. Instead, after a series of austerity measures and federal cash infusions, the state's largest district has nearly $30 million more than it anticipated. The cuts made early on mean the district didn't move ahead with plans to hire social workers and counselors and to reduce class sizes. And the school district still expects the fallout from the coronavirus to hit its finances in the coming years. It now plans to sock away $20 million in anticipation of a coming shortfall in funding from the state. The Oregon Health Authority on Wednesday announced a federal plan to offer free COVID-19 vaccines to anyone living or working in specialized care homes. That is, whenever such a vaccine becomes available. The program would apply to anybody living and working in nursing, assisted living, or memory care homes, 
as well as foster homes for seniors or those with intellectual or developmental disabilities. Senior care home residents account for about 44% of all 635 coronavirus deaths in Oregon, according to the state. It's unclear when a vaccine will become available, even as health officials, pharmaceutical companies, and scientists around the world race to develop one that's safe and effective. Oregon State University on Wednesday deployed a fleet of robots to deliver food to students, professors, and staff. The robots were created by a San Francisco company called Starship Technologies. They can keep food cold or hot as required, and they're cleaned between deliveries. The person who ordered the food is texted a code that unlocks the robot's pouch. Carrie Patterson, who heads up Oregon State's residential dining services, said the contactless delivery system is a particularly valuable option for this pandemic year, though the school started working on the idea before the coronavirus hit. Thanks for listening. Find more news at OregonLive.com and support our journalism with a subscription at OregonLive.com slash pod support.